Pack the car. <laughs> yeah. Pack the car. There you go, Michael. That's Boston or Boston. whatever. Boston. Boston. Get Boston. a cup of coffee. Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 7, Camping Trip. Hey, Mary. What happened this week? The whole group decides to go camping. Kelly's mom says she has to bring David Silver along. Donna packed way too many things. Dylan wasn't going to come, but Brandon convinces him to change his mind. Brenda takes forever to pack. Eventually, they arrive at Yosemite, but it's pouring rain. They're only able to book one small cabin for the whole group. It's full of leeks, spiders, and potentially mice. The circumstances have the entire group at odds with each other. Steve, David, and Donna leave to buy beer and tampons. When the clerk won't sell them beer because they are obviously children, Steve recruits (laughs) an elderly couple to purchase alcohol for him. They steal his money and leave. (laughs) Andrea mansplains fire to Brandon. David follows everyone around with a camera, as usual. (laughs) Cinema verite. (laughs) The group meets a pair of newlyweds on their honeymoon in the next cabin and end up talking them through their wedding night drama. Things are said. We'll talk about it. Dylan and Brenda are trying to figure out how to be around each other while not being together. That and the stress of Dylan's family situation causes him to isolate himself from the group and turn to alcohol for relief. Mm. Okay. Now that we have Mary's beautiful synopsis, mm-hmm. let's see what Fox did. Let's do it. Then, Donna, nobody takes shoulder pads on a camping trip. Before the summer's over, there's one last fling to be had. Yosemite, here we come. But if they thought this would be fun in the sun. Steve, I cannot believe that you forgot to check the weather report. They were wrong. There aren't enough beds. Where are we all going to sleep? An all-new 90210 Thursday. Okay, that makes it sound really boring. They definitely dropped a lot of everything. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that seem like this episode was really boring, and I actually kind of like this episode. I mean, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I just like when the whole gang's together. I did. But, like, there's a lot of weird stuff. Oh, totally. So they open on Brenda and Brandon packing, and Mm -hmm. for some reason they're sharing a duffel bag. (laughs) I know, and I didn't quite realize that until they got where they get, but I was like, why are you sharing? Yeah, well, like, Steve is freaking out about all of the space, but, like, I don't know. It was something. And then they ended up putting Dylan's clothes in the bag with them, too, so all of a sudden three people are sharing one duffel bag. It's like the Walshes surely own more than one duffel bag. They literally moved from Minnesota to California. Well, and everyone can bring one bag on Mm -hmm. a trip. Like, I've been on trips where that's your limit is one right. bag in the bus one bag on top of the bus exactly like why not just put them in the bus with you there's plenty there's gonna be plenty of room yeah and it's like they're going for like a weekend yeah they're gone for like what labor day weekend let's assume so yeah. like two nights tops and donna has to bring shoulder pads <laughs> she brings like 25 how many did they say i wrote eight eight <laughs> 25 eight same thing yeah close i figured it had to be an even number yeah I mean, that's her thing. Donna is... Well, yeah, you can't have a left without a right, so it would have to be an even number. But yeah, she brings, like, an entire set of luggage, mm-hmm. which, like, I guess it's a sight gag or something. It actually yeah. reminded me of Spaceballs, where they have to carry all of her luggage through the desert, and they mm-hmm. open up the one bag, and it's just a giant hair dryer. <laughs> She's like, I need my things. I mean, 
Donna is the most fashionable one of the bunch besides Steve. So if she wants to bring an extra suitcase, I'll allow it. Because at least it's better than sharing one with Brandon. Oh, and then it gets all weird, speaking of Brandon, when, like, they're freaking out about how much luggage she has, and he comes down and, like, wraps his arms around her. And oh, is, my like, God, yes. Yeah. Like, kisses her. Weird flirting. Like, yeah. Mm-mm. I forget what he's saying, but I'll put, ew, why did Brandon, Brandon flirt with Donna and kiss her on the cheek? Ugh. I feel like he's paying her back for that time that she kissed him when he was running for class president. Oh, she's trying because, to settle the score. Yeah, that was weird and out of place too. I like, don't. I'm pretty like, sure I wrote in my notes. It's like like that other time. It's weird. And I don't know why it happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get the feeling they were trying to like test the waters of relationships that they could put people in, and it just didn't work. Yeah, it was like a weirdly too intimate little moment it was like mm-hmm. pda for a couple like that would be what you do if you're dating yeah Blah. although yeah. speaking of all of this like dating not dating whatever would your parents have let you go on nope. a two-night camping trip with boys nope especially once you find out that someone's ex-boyfriend is going absolutely not never even if it was all girls like i feel like my mother would still be like you have to call me you have to text me like every hour and you have to like do all like because i just it, it didn't happen like, my mom wouldn't even let me go into Atlanta a lot when I was in high school. At this point, I would have been allowed to, like, go visit my friends in college mm-hmm. that were girls. Mm-hmm. But, like, there were rules around that. Right. Like, so, yeah, no, this would never happen yeah, in my no. high school days. Yeah, like, I went on camping trips for summer camp that were boys and girls, and, like, we would go for a week, but we had camp counselors. I was gonna say, yeah, like, chaperones. You have so, camp counselors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, like, like that's the different than closest I would say I would get to that in high school. Like, even when I was 20, my mom was like, why are you going on a camping trip and there's boys there? (laughs) Well, I'm like, we definitely didn't go on road trips Mm -mm. because I remember wanting to go visit friends in Columbus, which is, what, like, not even two hours from Atlanta. Right. And my parents were like, are you sure you're going to be able to make that drive by yourself? Yeah. Like, not beverly hills to yosemite yeah like but i feel that though like that was the same way it was like it was either distance time away but then also the boys thing or all of the above or all yeah or all of the above any combination or all of the above yeah so no this would have never happened but not even a cindy little bit. and jim they don't punish their kids or discipline them or anything so whatever they want happens and well, then they'll get mad at them for the consequences and even while they were packing cindy goes make sure those boys stay on top of you Dot, dot, dot. While hiking. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, Dylan isn't even going. Well, now he is. And then Cindy's just like, all right. Dylan needs pants. <laughs> Let me go get him pants. Yeah. Out of all things, he needs pants, but he can't have his own suitcase Mm-mm. or duffel. Yeah. Not let me go grab a spare duffel bag exactly. because my children are sharing one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Weird twins. But also like the opening was when Brandon pulled out a fedora. I noticed to that. To take camping. What did I call the hat? Uh, prospector hat. <laughs> <laughs> prospector hat. That's pretty good. But I literally wrote, Brandon pulls. Oh, crap. I just messed up my notes. There it is. Brandon pulls out a fedora to go camping. Good start. (laughs) No, I mean, they have no idea what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I mean, bring a hat because you want to protect your head from the sun. Yeah, but a fedora hat, Mm. not so much. And like, if you really wanted to bring the hat, you wear the hat. Right. Give them limited space. I'm just saying, I've been on a lot of trips. Well, and if you're putting it in a duffel that already is being shared with your twin sister and it's getting full, you don't want to smush the hat. So, yeah, you either wear it or you, wear you don't the hat. bring it. Yeah. No, like I have shared a bag with John on mm-hmm. several trips 
and you wear the bigger shoes, you wear the hat, you like keep the jacket with you. Mm -hmm. None of that goes in the bag because it takes up too much space. Exactly. Yeah. So clearly they did not know how to pack. And then at first Dylan is not going Mm -hmm. because he felt guilty. Yeah, and wanted to stay with his mom. But then we learn that his mom ditched him. Yeah, because something something, he was like spiritually off or some bullshit that mm -hmm. you should not tell your child. Definitely. And so he is coming, which we've established. But yeah, it's just weird that like Cindy's like, all right, cool. And like, let's be honest, not a single pair of Brandon's pants are going to fit Dylan. Not yeah. like jeans. Well, because Dylan A is taller than Brandon because everyone is. Well, and I think he's just like skinnier. <laughs> he's like thinner, he's a skinny yeah. boy, and then Brandon like is not fat or no, anything. He's but still like, skinny, but he's just squatty. Yeah, <laughs> squatty. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who else is going? David Silver with a camera. Always with, always. Like, His dad told Mel said. Do not film that girl. Yep. And what does he do? He brings the freaking camera. He films all the girls. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I wrote down, like, what is he going to do, Blair Witch Project this Oh, thing? yeah. I said, don't go into the woods with a serial killer. Don't mm. bring the serial killer into the <laughs> woods with you. Yeah, where well, there's no, like, phone signal or people nearby. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. David brings the camera camping because, of course, he does. Mm-hmm. But they get going. They do a cute little, like, all hands in. And then, uh, Yeah, they're like, oh, we're, like, friends now. Let's mm-hmm. do it. It's like we finally and then there's like development. <laughs> there's, like, that one last shot where Brenda is in her room, like, zipping up the bag. And she leaves. And then the camera points down and hat, hiking, hiking boots. Bum, bum, bum. You knew it was going to go oh, badly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they get on the road, and it's a pretty big van. Like, that guy, that's a big car they got going. So I like that they definitely Steve was so time. proud of having, like, an eight-passenger van. <laughs> I know. Like, he was just like, so this baby can off-road. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Steve. I also really like the idea that Steve, as a 16-year-old, basically has multiple cars. Right? Like, he's got his vet. He's yeah. got this eight-passenger van. <laughs> like, what else does he have? <laughs> removable seats. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. He was like, removable seats. I'm like, why is that important? <laughs> I've been like, uh, Lysol? Yeah. Disinfectant? <laughs> yeah. Anybody? Do we have any cleaning products? <laughs> I don't really want to sit in this van. Mm-mm. Is there a second car? <laughs> but then, yeah, they get in the car and they're driving on the highway and they start singing that song. Yeah, which, which I can't replicate and I'm not going to. I was going to say, I don't even I remember it now that I've even tried to say mm-hmm. it. But they all sing it. And they Because they're there. adorable. Yeah, they are cute. This is a cute... This is why I like when the gang's all together, because they do cute things. Well, and even, like, the beginning of this episode, up until Brandon realizes he doesn't have his hiking boots, he is, like, Mr. Positive. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is cute. Yeah. This is him, like, on a trip, like, you might not have all your makeup, Donna, but I don't think you need it. Exactly. And, like, Dylan, your mom's being weird. Come, Come hang with out us. with us. Exactly. Yeah, no, he's being super positive, super friendly. And Everybody even, loves each other. Even with the rain, he was like, yeah, we're, we're totally good, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's like, you didn't bring my shoes? Boom, anger Brandon comes out. Like, yeah, it literally. was just like, this is the last straw, Brenda. Like, I don't understand how slash why this acting choice was made. For Jason Priestley to decide, okay, anger, 
I can do anger, but I can only do extreme anger. Well, and even in my notes, like when they're standing under the like overhang with the wood and it's raining, I was like, oh man, Brandon's being so positive. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing was, well, he was being so positive because he immediately loses it. He loses his cool. And that's the thing is like, he just never gets like, oh, there's no middle point. Come on, Brandon. I mean, Brenda, you lose my (laughs) shoes at home. Like. There's no, like, gee whiz, like, it's literally, like, gee whiz, Brenda, like, it's it's just anger, blood red, like, face gets red, ugh. That's the secret. Me. He's always angry. <laughs> exactly. I make that joke all the time. Um, yeah, but also, once they finally do get into the cabin, it's tinier than they thought it was going to be. It's le- got, like, leaks in the ceiling. It's got bugs in the bathroom. And Andrea freaks out. That's what That was one of the caps in my notes. Oh, it was a spider because uh, Brenda calls her out. Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Charlotte. Sorry, Charlotte. <laughs> um, but Brenda kills it like a boss. Yeah. Or whatever. Let's it go. Flushes it down the toilet. She kills it. Yeah. She squished it. Sure. But then freaks out when she sees a mousetrap. And empty. I love that Brandon's like, empty or full. Yeah, like, 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 what is, like, regardless, there shouldn't be a mousetrap if there's no mice. If it was full, like, I would I would have shut this episode off. I oh, mean, yeah. like, I can't watch this anymore. Seriously. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like the cabin was not that bad. No. Like, yeah, it was, you know, leaking and everything, but. It's also like, like a torrential downpour. Like, that's bound to happen, like. And these cabin-like places. Well, and the thing is, like, I've been camping in the rain. It mm-hmm. was super fun. Yeah. Like, granted, I went with John, who, like, knows what he's doing. And sure. we were, like, outdoor camping, but he, like, hung a tarp between the trees, so we had an overhang, so we didn't mm-hmm. have to be in the sun or anything. And so the water went down over that, and then we had our tent underneath it, and the fire pit was, like, right outside of it, because you don't want, like, fire going up into the right. you know, tarp and whatnot. So we couldn't have a fire, but we had to, like sit in the tent, and we, like, took the uh, overhang off of it, so it was just the mesh tent underneath, and we got to watch the rain coming oh, down, nice. and, like, we got to hang out, and, like, this can be fun. Oh, yeah, well, and everything is always what you make of it, so, like, if you go into it, and, like, something bad happens, and then you keep a bad attitude, of course it's gonna make it worse for you and for everyone else. Exactly, like, when the married couple shows up, and they start giving them grief about, like, oh, man, you gotta be stuck here, like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, like don't do, don't let it rub off on other people. Yeah, well, and like they probably chose to have their honeymoon in like cabins at a exactly. you know campgrounds and whatnot. And frankly, I'm cool with that. Yeah, like that sounds nice. Right, just to be disconnected and it's only you and your new spouse. Like that's nice. Yeah, like they had a nice cabin and mm-hmm. they got to have some time together. And if they didn't have the whole thing that they have, yep, would have been a really great experience. <laughs> totally. Yeah, at first they were too busy fucking to even realize it was <laughs> raining. I know, they were just like, oh, it's raining? I had what? a theory though that like they weren't really, like the guy had been wanting to do it this whole time and the girl had kept finding excuses to like not do it. Like I've, like there was a couple times where I'm like, hang on, this girl, because she was, like, too friendly to other people. Like, well, she was yeah, because too... she was, like, doing her little freak out about Exactly, that. which you don't find out till later. So I'm like, does this girl not, just not want to sleep with well, him? Well, and that was the thing, is I did notice, 
a couple times of like the married couple is like acting super in love, but like, yeah, exactly. this is not going the way they wanted it to be going. Cause yeah, she invites them in for hot chocolate exactly. and then the husband is sitting there like, I cannot believe there are children in here on my honeymoon when I'm trying to right. have champagne. Exactly. But she brought them in when he's trying to give her a glass of champagne cause she can't drink. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good point. Mm, Just made that connection. Yeah. Mm. That's a good point. And you know what else? Hmm. When she was out at the soda machine getting soda. Do you see the boom mic? Oh no! no! I missed it again. This it is like was the there. third time it's happened. I saw hilarious. it. Uh, I saw it. The show it. has me fooled. I miss it every time. <laughs> Bamboozled. They do what they're supposed to do, but yeah. I saw it. Also, uh. my theory on Bride is that she's just really chafed down there and needs a break. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely possible too. He oh, like climbs on her. He is ready to go. Which, I mean, honeymoon. Go right. for it. Right, right. But, like, and also lubrication. Like, yeah, yeah, right. That was going to say, and also, like, do it to where it's pleasurable for both. Be yeah. sensitive to your partner's need. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she's pregnant. There are chances they have not been using the protection they should be using, which means that you need lubrication down there. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> More sex ed. This from is a us. sex positive podcast. God, we are doing better sex ed than this show can do sex Seriously, ed. though. You will have you will get chlamydia and die. Don't forget your foam and sponges <laughs> and condoms. Never forget the foam. <laughs> Hashtag never forget foam. <laughs> oh never Jesus. Forget. Um, okay, yeah. So also one thing that this okay, so I will say one thing about the show. Even though they suck at the whole sex issue. They do bring up some things and don't try not to make it awkward about it. So, like, when Donna needs tampons, she's a little awkward at first, but then she's like, a feminine product, okay? And she just kind of is like, Yeah, she moves on with it. And then, like, they even show it later when they're at the store and they're trying to, you know, get the old couple to get them beer. And Mm -hmm. she's got a bag. She has made her purchase. And it's just, like, there. Mm Mm-hmm. So like, like, now I got my tampons. Yeah. Good to go. Exactly. Like, so sometimes this show, like, gives you little, like, bits and pieces of, like, we're trying to be, um, I guess, progressive or even just, like, talk about things as though they're normal because they are. And it sounds like the only thing they got really shut down about was Brenda's whole pregnancy thing, Mm -hmm. which is really annoying. I mean, I'll never forget it. And I I will never forgive. Mm Mm-hmm. But. Word. You know, that's neither here nor This one also got really weird about, like, that kind of a thing. Like, this isn't a pregnancy scare. This is pregnancy. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. it got weird about this, oh, too. Oh, for sure. And, you know, Dylan got real weird about it. Dylan got weird about it. That's pretty on par. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm in. Um, but the funny part about when, after, like, Donna. After they get stuck and you see mm-hmm. uh, Brenda and Kelly. Oh my god, okay. Did anyone think it kind of looked a little erotic? Oh, there was like some like Yeah, like the cl- it was because it was like the close like, up on the the eyes, like yeah. I was just like, this could easily be turned. Oh my god. <laughs> I ship it. I was right? about to say, I can would... you imagine Brelly, Brenda oh, Kelly? Yeah, not uh, Brandon Kelly. I'm here for it. I am too. I think oh it'd my be god. a cute relationship. All right. All right. So, also, um, just another note about that scene. I wanted, or I think what they were trying to do is make it look like they're playing something more intense than Go Fish. But yes. they're just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go Fish. Yes. But yeah, I definitely see like the way that their eyes are looking into each other is mm-hmm. just, I ship it. Yep. I want it to happen. I know it won't, but <laughs> give me lesbians, please. Okay. I 
I'm going to now make my unrealistic prediction that if Shannon Doherty had stayed on the show, might have happened. There might have been at least like one night in college. Mm, I can see that. Because this is when like, like probably in the 90s or so when that, not the rumors, but it's like the, I don't know what you call it. But the whole thing started where it's like you experiment in college. Yeah. Because I feel like nowadays it's not experimenting. It's like you just might be fluid. Yeah. Like sexuality (laughs) is like like. a spectrum. Exactly. It's not a hard black and white. Yeah. But I mean, they've already had, um, oh my God. Kyle? Kyle. Thank you. Yeah. They already had Kyle being like, I don't know if I like girls. And I'm truly, I'm still on the path of like, he might not have liked boys either. He might have just not wanted sexual experiences he just doesn't know what he wants yeah who knows that's fine and so you know you already have that like Mm -hmm. could have been totally realistic and i don't think people would have been that against it in a couple of years like they already had problems with brenda liking sex in general imagine brenda liking lesbians oh my god right i can't i can only imagine which like the times that i think that we haven't come that far in 2019 i think about stuff like this and i'm like okay we've made progress like mm. there's no doubt progress has been made it's just sometimes you get a little jaded because you're only you only are where you are so you only see what's right in front of you well and yeah that's the thing like i didn't watch this when it happened so like i didn't know about you know tv in yeah. the really early 90s i know about tv now exactly although um kind of related kind of not related um one of the girls on 13 Reasons Why mm-hmm. ended up deleting a ton of her social media because she was getting a lot of, like, harassment. And mm-hmm. I don't know what she did because I don't watch the show. Mm-hmm. But the actress who plays Josie on Riverdale, like, retweeted it and was like, I got a lot of hate and all of this stuff and, like, go kill yourself and, like, a bunch of, like, racist comments because Josie kissed Archie. Wow. Yeah. I was like – Wait. Is it because Josie's black? I don't know if it's because Josie's black or because she got in the way of Veronica and Archie or like a combination of the two, but she says she got a ton of comments and like hurtful, like hateful comments. Why? Because that happened and I don't know, a black actress got screen time? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, that just happened last season on Riverdale. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's like... I'm so jaded to think, like, we haven't made any progress. But then you look at shows that were done in the 90s, and you're like, yeah, this never, ever, 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 ever occurred to the writer's mind that this scene might look somewhat sexual (laughs) between two women. It just never even would have entered their mind. I know. They just thought they were being cute by playing Go Fish. They're best friends, and they're playing a game, and we're trying to make it look more intimidating than Go Fish. Yeah, because they're not, like, (laughs) Yeah, well, that's really unfortunate about Riverdale, and I hate that people are so mean and judgy and just find anything to be mad at when there's nothing to be mad at. That's annoying. Yeah. But. But that's not the show we're talking yes. about. Yes. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so then that's when Steve and David and uh, Donna go to the store, mm-hmm. and you know Donna's doing her thing. And Steve walks in and he's like, oh, yeah, I can totally buy beer. They're totally going to let me, blah, blah, blah. No, you look like a child. <laughs> yeah. And he gets sent out. And so he walks up to, like, grandparents mm-hmm. and asks them to buy him beer. And he gave them $50. I know. He was like, yeah, I told them they could keep the change. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, they're going to buy you a six-pack and keep $45 exactly, for themselves. Exactly, right? 
And that's not what happens because then they're standing out there and for some reason he refuses to believe that they walked out without talking to him. Mm -hmm. And David sees them walk out and like run to their car, like old person run. Like mad dash, arms moving back and forth. (laughs) He's like, hey, isn't that them? (laughs) And they just peel out with his $50. Yep. Oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. And that's 90s $50, guys. Which is $100. (laughs) I just love the idea that Steve just like has $50 in his pocket. Which means he has more than $50 in his pocket. Oh, yeah. They were just just him all his money. (laughs) Oh, so funny. Oh, my God. I just love that Steve was taken advantage of. And I I just love love that that he was so confident that he was going to get this beer. Steve is a spoiled slut. He was like, I'm not coming back without the beer. You yeah, see. Exactly. Oh, and then he makes that comment to Kelly of like, you say oh, that yeah. now, but then I have a couple beers and I get you whatever. Mm-hmm. Because he starts asking all these people to come with him and he asks Brandon and Brandon's like, oh man, you know, I don't do that, which is another callback to the DUI two good. episodes in a row. I know. That's good. And then he goes to Dylan and Brenda just immediately jumps in. It's like, you know, he doesn't drink. Why would you ask him? And Dylan's like, um... Girl, I can talk for myself, man. Which, like, I thought it was really funny that she said that about Dylan, but Brandon, her twin brother, who got a DUI DUI and wrecked his car. Oh, you know Dylan before everyone. He is day. Dylan, what is it? Was bay? Above everyone. No, before anyone else would be Dylan. Dylan. DeBay. DeBay. (laughs) Dylan before anyone else. We're just going to go with it. Debay over here. So Brandon comes last. <laughs> and she's just like, whatever, fine. Whatever, but how Brandon. dare you? <laughs> whatever, Brandon. But Dylan, <laughs> you do not drink alcohol. Alcohol will poison you. <laughs> I like that you got real low in the- Dylan. <laughs> it's like it's like an evil, like, <laughs> sinister. Like Batman. <laughs> I'm Dylan. Batman. I'm Brenda. <laughs> Brenda! Brenda! <laughs> and he, I mean, he calls her out on it of yeah. like, I can speak for myself. It's, which, good on you, Dylan. I mean, Brenda, her intention, this is where intent matters, because her intentions were fine. Mm-hmm. But Dylan's like, I'm a grown-ass man, like, I'd be talking for myself, like, for 17 years. My mother's in Hawaii, now she's here, my dad's in jail. I can decide if I want to drink alcohol or not. Yeah, and, but like, this is where you kind of see the beginning of, like, the buildup with Dylan of yeah. like, I can talk for myself. I don't need you. The people I would need are in jail or like talking shit about me at a retreat exactly. because my chakras are off. Exactly. And he gets all furious with her. And then it's like, pause, beat. He's kind of thinking about it, but he's not really going to do it. Not this time, man. Exactly. Like, oh man, it made me nervous. I do like that. Like, weirdly, the kids are not really succumbing to peer pressure because I feel like in high school like if one person in the group is like I'm gonna go get beer and then I'm gonna bring it back for everyone everyone's probably like oh okay cool 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 I'll definitely drink that natty light if you bring it yeah give me a spoon of ice while you're at it like (laughs) that's what I'm gonna drink (laughs) but literally they're all just like no I'm good and it's fine like Steve doesn't really get mad about it he's just like whatever I'm gonna get it for myself which I do wonder how much of that is like this pressure of, you know, TV in the early 90s mm-hmm. of, like, we're not looking for a bunch of kids to drink. And, like, sure. we can't show them having fun drinking and, like, they're going to drink in a cabin and not go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, maybe it's not the greatest thing that they're going to do, but they're not hurting themselves. Right, right. 
there's yeah, nothing wrong with what's happening, but they're like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Punishment. That's true. If you're going to drink, you will be punished. Your car will be destroyed by a freshman or you will destroy your car. Exactly. Hmm. And that's not going to happen here because no one's going to get in the car to drive away. Because it's also and a then, torrential downpour. And then you see, you know, Dylan leaves later in the episode and he swipes the mini bottles from the newlyweds. Mm-hmm. And... You know, he downs runs them out, both. downs them Whoa. really weirdly. He drinks very oddly. Yeah. He was, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then he like the next morning they find him on a rock. On a rock. And he tells them that he threw up. And then Brain is like, from those two little waddles? Like he's, he's like, like, he's like, no, shaming you don't him. understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Brandon, bitch, you had like. Two drinks and got drunk and took your car out and oh, totaled Brandon it. drank like fruit punch and tequila. Yeah. He probably had like a pitcher though. Well, probably. But you can't just shame someone. He's just like, you puny little bottles like these? <laughs> this? Yeah. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. But I mean, that was like a punishment for Dylan. Like, uh-huh. there is no just doing what teenagers do and not having some sort of punishment. Yeah. Like, it's just right. what's going to happen. You're right. Everything is punishment. The mm-hmm. show is punishment. Because <laughs> the you show see, is punishing us. <laughs> well, because you see the newlyweds, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. know everyone in our cabin wants to light a fire, and like Mary said, Andrea's like, "Bruh, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. This, 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 this. This is how you light a fire." But like. I loved it. Oh, like, I loved secretly. that. I'm like, yeah, Andrea, you tell him how to make a fire. And Bray's like, you do it. <laughs> she's like, mm. But we also get the Dylan face. He makes that cute, like, boo. Because he's, like, making fun of... <laughs> he's, like, making fun of Brandon. Yeah. Which is even better. Brandon's just like, I've probably lit a hundred fires. No, more like a thousand fires. <laughs> and Dylan's just like, ooh. Like, we got a badass. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I yeah, love it. So We're that- going to post that Dylan face so everyone can see it. Yeah. Enjoy. It's Yeah, it's the best. It's, that and the Laverne face. I was going to say, it's the Laverne face. But, like, toned down a little. With a little bit of duck lips in it. It's yes. a little bit of, like, it's not Laverne because I'm physically attracted to that. <laughs> yeah. It's Brandon. Yeah. Because. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Literally, that is the, like, facial. Like, that's, that's the right sound effect for the faces. I was going to say, you hear the sound, you know what. You know what's happening. Big, strong Brandon over here. <laughs> oh, we got a badass Knows over here. Knows how to build a thousand fires. <laughs> Wish I could be just like him. But yeah, so they decide to go over to the newlyweds cabin so mm-hmm. that they can get some firewood that would be dry and that he could, you know, then turn into a fire. Yep. And they're like, they poured the champagne, they're about to toast and drink it, and then the bride is like, Oh my God, come on in. Oh my God, you're shaking. Let's make you hot chocolate. And that's why I like didn't catch on at first that it had anything to do with the champagne because I was like, poor dude wants to get laid and his wife is inv- inviting Brandon and Audrea in for hot chocolate. But does she really not want to be alone and have sex with her husband? Is that a red flag or is it not as bad as I think? Which like until you said that, I yeah. didn't put together of like, she doesn't want to drink because she's pregnant. Right. Like so I, I did like, not make the connection until you said it. Yeah. Because nope. yeah, I said the whole thing. I was like, this is a little weird. I, yeah. I was like, why don't you want to like do it with your husband? I, I mean, yeah, I was just like, what's just wrong? Friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wrote it off as that woman has a very tired vagina right now. <laughs> 
She's like, it is like night three. Please come inside. Like, let me get some air. <laughs> let my vagina get some air. Because <laughs> even then, like, she's sitting there talking to him, to them, and he's, like, off on the side of the couch, like, no, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember what they say exactly, but there is something where he's, like, just leaps on top of her. Yes. I know what you're talking about. They're, like, on the couch, and he just, like, pounces. And yeah, then, and then he's, like, straight up on top of her, and they're just, like, um... Hello? Hello. Except for Andre, <laughs> who's just, like, oh, hi. <laughs> She's, like, voyeurism. She's just, like, I'm going to watch. <laughs> and then, yeah, Brandon's pulling her out of the cabin, and she's just, like, um, but, I mean, I just... Um, thank you for the hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, says it takes as long as pop. Thank you thank for the hot thank you. chocolate. We have to go now. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, no, he, like, jumps on top of her. And, like, she giggles at that point. Like, uh-huh. I do think she's, like, into it. But then, you know, she remembers she's pregnant. Right. It's like, yeah, and that was the thing. I was like, okay, no, she she likes this. Then why is she acting weird? That was at my point in the episode. I was like, okay, they're having a good time. So what is the deal? What's going to come out here? Mm-hmm. And so before we get to what is going on the, with them. Yeah, the thing. We're back. Everyone's back together. And again, this is a time where I'm like, okay, maybe this show does try to like talk about things that aren't just like romance. And, yeah, because they and, talk like, about the meaning of life. And they talk about politics. Like they don't get into politics, but they basically mention how like, because they're talking about things that their parents are always saying, you can't do this because you're too young or whatever. And then Andrea, I forget what Kelly says, but then Andrea's like, or vote when you probably know more than what your parents do. Yeah. And then Kelly's like, and they don't even vote at all or something like that. And I'm just like, this is literally a millennial argument right now that millennials vote and their parents don't or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then I noticed when they got onto like, what is the meaning of life? And Steve's like, well, I haven't got a clue. Mm-hmm. And then Kelly and Andre are like, well, it's love. Mm-hmm. And Brenda's like kind of on that, but doesn't like totally verbalize it. And then Dylan says it's about survival. Love won't buy you dinner when you're hungry. Yeah. And she's just like, Excuse me? Yeah, but I love you. <laughs> well, but, like, she says over and over again, like, what they have is a complicated love. It is, and I would agree with that. I know, I just... It is complicated. It doesn't mean it's any less real. It's just complicated. I just want them to be together. Oh, same. Absolutely, 100%. And the thing is, like, you know, I think Dylan understands that she loves him. What he doesn't understand is, if you love me, why are we together? Exactly. That's the thing is like he's in this weird spot where he's like, we are so in love with each other. Why are we not together? And Brenda's just in a different headspace. Mm -hmm. Like she understands that she can love him, but no, it's not a good relationship or maybe it's not the right relationship or maybe they just don't need to be in a relationship. But she's like, I'm 16 and these feelings are really big and Mm -hmm. I kind of want to enjoy my life before I devote all my time to this mess that is love. Well, and that was the thing. Like it got really upset when they had, you know, the punishment episode and forced them to break up. But I do think that the writers have been really good about sticking to the convictions with that and being like, no, she's not going to get back together with him. Like there are a lot of temptations, but she said like, it's too much too fast, da 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 like, we are staying broken up. And I think, to your point, like, while it's still a punishment, I think what they're trying – again, intent, intent is always important. And I think what they're trying to do is not necessarily make it about sex anymore, but make it about the big feelings. And like you were saying, like, 
yeah, the punishment was bad and that was a bad way to go about it. But at least they're like, they're sticking to it. Exactly. They're not like, they didn't get back together as soon as he came back. Exactly. Because I think that would have undermined everything and truly just emphasized that like, this is a punishment episode. Mm -hmm. They broke up because she thought she was pregnant and now they're back together and they're not going to have sex. And then like. I don't know, maybe it would have been an interesting storyline of, like, him pressuring her into having sex mm. and she not wanting to do it, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want them to do that to Dylan. I so. agree, yeah. Debay. <laughs> Debay. Um, um, yeah, that's, a, that's the conversation they're talking about when the bride knocks on the door. Yeah. Did they ever give the husband and the bride names? I never caught them. I didn't either. Okay, so I'm just going to call them husband and bride. Wait, okay. no. Allison is the bride. Yes. And oh. the groom Neil. is... Neil. Neil. Is it Neil? I think it's Neil. Well, that it is now. That just popped in my head. It, it is now. I never wrote it um, down. So Allison knocks on the door, and she's, like, super upset, and she's in that, like, white virginal yep. bridal gown Nighty. that she's in, <laughs> and then she has her jacket over her, and she's so upset, and she's clearly been crying, and she's like... We just got in this huge fight. You know, can I stay here for a little while? Which, like, I guess, but teenagers? Like, mm-hmm. I I have never been in a fight like this with my husband. But nothing would make me go find the teenagers down the yeah, hall. Yeah, right? Like, we like, would just not talk for a while. Like, we would just go to opposite ends of the cabin and just not talk for a minute. And then come back and talk. But well, never to then, the teenagers. Well, and the other thing is, like, I feel like, you know, this this is a bad example because I had this conversation before I got married and we were very clear about right. it versus, like, the, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I feel like you're married. Mm-hmm. Have the converse, like, talk to each other. Don't go yeah. off with a bunch of 16-year-olds. This is my problem with a lot of television shows where this still happens. Like, there's been several TV shows that I've watched recently that – you know, a couple gets together and maybe they're only dating for a short amount of time and then they rush into getting engaged and then all of a sudden they find out one of them doesn't want kids or one of them doesn't want something or whatever and then it breaks them up. I'm like, it's too easy this to isn't trope. realistic. Yeah. Like people talk about this stuff before you make bigger decisions like, I don't know, getting engaged and getting married. Yeah. You talk about that stuff. Well, and that's the thing is they say that, you know, they – had talked about it, but it was very vague, and they both made assumptions about mm. each other. But, like, have those conversations. Exactly. Like, okay, I do not want children. You do not want children. If something happens where we end up pregnant, what are we going to do about right. that? Like, right. have those conversations. And also, if you change your mind, I don't – like, like what does that look like? Like, you still have to go through almost, like, every scenario. Like, if you do want kids – or if you don't want kids, you talk about that. What are your options? If you don't, but then in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, I might someday. You have to deal with that. Yeah, or like, like you said, like if you, what if you get pregnant accidentally? Then yeah, you have to talk about It's just there's so much to talk about. Well, and it's too easy of a TV trope of like yes. you've changed your mind yep. and the other person didn't change their mind. Or like you didn't have that conversation and now you're deep into a relationship and, you know, something happens. Like it's mm-hmm. too easy easy it's an easy way to break a couple up and it's an easy way to I I don't know it almost like doesn't do a couple justice like they're like I watched a show and that's literally what happened like they were together and they're like such a good couple they're so on the same page they get engaged it's very quick it's like it's like less than half a season that they've been dating and 
then the next season when they're planning the wedding, something happens and one of them is like, you know, I can't wait to have kids with you. And the other person's like, oh, I don't see a future with kids. It's like, what do you mean, oh? Like, that's yeah, – that and then they was... end up breaking up because of that. And I'm like, this is too – no, this this almost invalidates the relationship. Yeah, it's really – it's just not fair. I know. Because totally. like the I get I... too heated about that. Ugh. Well, yeah, the idea that she gets so mad at Neil mm-hmm. and then comes over to them and then tells a bunch of teenagers – Her business? That – he got her pregnant uh, apparently right before the wedding because mm-hmm. she just found out. And then he, you know, goes to do the toast and makes a comment about never having children. And she gets furious and leaves without talking to mm-hmm. him. Yeah, that basically invalidates their relationship. Exactly. That's not fair to them. Right, totally. And then he shows up later and all of these teenagers are like, oh, yeah, we know your business. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about it, but we know it. Yep. Which, like, totally fair. Like, David should not be the one telling him. Kelly is right stopping David from telling him. But, like, the idea that this man is just standing there surrounded by a bunch of 16-year-olds who know his business and he has no idea what's going on yeah, is not fair to him. No, not at all. And then she comes out of the bathroom and I don't remember exactly what he says. That's the point where David got his camera and just starts filming the back of everyone's heads. Yes. Cinema verite. God damn it. I hate David. And people are so annoyed. Rightfully so. I mean, yeah, they're like, like why are you feeling this? Should you be filming this? Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> David wonders why he has no friends. It's just annoying. Like, I don't understand why the writers keep making him do this because no one likes it. And that's the thing is they acknowledged it in the episode where Kelly's mom and his dad started mm-hmm. dating and they acknowledged that he's a super creep. Exactly. And... They just haven't really bothered to do anything about that. Right. Exactly. And it's, I don't, like like I said, I just don't get why they're still trying to make him have a camera. Yeah, just get over it. Yeah. Like, if you want him to be a main part of the cast, you can't make him a creep. Right. I don't want it, and I'm not going to care about him. It's just baffling to me. Like, it seems like the writers go from very smart to very dumb. You know, like, the things they keep in and some things they put in and some things they leave out. And, like, like with the whole David filming thing, that seems like that that's a tired joke or a tired whatever. It's been tired since the uh, shoplifting episode. Yeah, exactly. But then the good things, like, I thought it was kind of funny when they were talking about all the kids that have divorced parents. It's like divorce, divorce, second divorce, trial separation. Like, that was kind of funny. Like, not funny, but, like... Cut, like the, it's the dark humor. Yeah, yeah. And like the banter, like it went quick. It was very quick and like, you well, know. Well, and it's like a very much just we acknowledge it about all of our yes, parents. Yes, like, exactly. Like divorce, 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 divorce. And then Donna's parents are together, but you've never seen Donna's parents. Mm-hmm. And then the Walshes. And they acknowledge like the Walshes are a white unicorn. They're, they even like, said it. Yeah. They're yeah. like, yeah, your parents are different. And it's like, that's so self-aware. And I like that. But then you can't be self-aware enough to get the camera out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even keep a boom mic out of your shots. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just another Boy Meets World thing because everyone else's parents aren't together. Right. Except that's so true. for the Matthews. And, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I got um, it. But yeah, and like at some point, Dylan just gets sick of this whole advice thing. Well, so yeah, he gets sick of it after she comes out of the bathroom because mm-hmm. she calls him out on something about not having kids. I don't remember exactly what he said, but that's when she calls him out and then he walks over to her and says, at the risk of sounding like a sexist pig, is it that time of the month? Yes. And, and I was then like, that sets um, her off and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> look away, look away. Like, yeah, just, mm, is someone calling me? Yeah. I have to leave. 
mom, is that you? <laughs> it's like, never. John has never said anything like that to me. I'm the one that says like, I'm going to cry if you keep talking to me because I know what's going on right now. Right, like, right, right. If it gets acknowledged, I'm the one acknowledging it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, that's also an easy thing to just pass off a woman as their feelings are invalid. Yeah. Because it's just, oh, it's that time of the month. Okay. Nothing. You don't really think this. You don't, these aren't real feelings. <sighs> like, whatever. No, nothing Stupid. makes me angrier than someone trying to discount my feelings because I'm a woman. Yep. Like, any time that I have talked and someone is just like, you need to calm down. And I'm like, no, you don't fucking tell me to calm down. I'm not mm. yelling. I'm not doing anything. And they're like, your emotions are getting the better of you. And I'm like, well, they're about to. I was about to say, my favorite comeback to that is like, oh, you haven't seen my emotions come out yet, but you want to? Keep talking like that. Yeah. like my favorite thing. Nothing makes me angrier than someone being like, I'm not going to talk to you right now because you're being irrational. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not going to talk to you until you get your emotions in check. Bitch, what? Yeah, fight me. Yeah, you can't even have a normal conversation with me. You're the one avoiding confrontation here. So why don't you get out of this conversation and go handle your own emotions and grow up? You want a rational? I got a rational. And then sobbing. Yeah, this is too much. Immediate crying. This is too much. We're getting too, like, fired up about this. (laughs) Angry tears. (laughs) Yeah. No. I I have the Kristen Bell scale. Oh, I'm either okay or sobbing. Yeah, if it's if I'm not between a three and a seven, I'm sobbing. (laughs) Either because I'm too happy or I'm too sad. Yeah, and it's very touchy. Like that line on the three is like touching you. Yeah, it's like just test it, (laughs) test it, and see what happens. Sobbing. Mine might be two and an eight if I'm honest. Like I think I have like my sad cry is a little stronger. Like like I can I can withhold it withhold it more. But my excited is the one I can't control. I was going to say, I think mine is more like a two and a five. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, at a risk of exposing myself for the horrible person I am, I love watching American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Oh. And like it's all of their cool. stuff of like, my wife has cerebral palsy and oh, no. that I, you know, there was a guy this season that was running the course and he got onto it from like a video submitted and stuff. And so when he was little, he and his siblings were put into the foster system Mm -hmm. and they finally, you know, got out of it. They got back with their mom, all but one sister. (gasps) And so he wanted to get, I'm like already feeling it. (laughs) He wanted to get on American Ninja Warrior because it was the easiest one for him to get on with like, you know, all of his stuff. And he wore a shirt with her name on it and he brought his mom to like, you know, no, running whatever. the course mm-hmm. to put her on screen too, to be like, I am looking for my sister. Oh my God. Please help me find her. Holy moly. And like all this stuff. And he was like, all I have is the pacifier that she had in her mouth when we were split up in the foster system. <laughs> I know. I was just like, oh my God. Full disclosure, Mary and Ariel are both starting to lose it. I'm good. <laughs> But they're about to lose it. But, like, yeah, I was just, like, watching American Ninja Warrior. Like, I just want to see somebody swing on a, Yeah, you, you just want to see a badass woman just use her muscles and get all the way across the course. And then this guy's like, I haven't seen my sister since she was 18 months old. Jesus. No. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a lot to handle. I'm hot now. Yeah. Well, I'm already hot. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, no, that's the thing, like, Anytime anyone uses that excuse of emotions, it's like, I'm sorry that I'm a human being and I yeah, have emotions. Yeah, well, it's not fair to say that she freaked out because of that. You exactly. haven't, like, actually gotten to what freaked her out. Totally. And, like, 
you know, I'm not totally blaming him for not understanding because he doesn't know that she's pregnant, mm-hmm. but she doesn't feel comfortable telling him and that upsets me. Right, exactly. <sighs> yeah, and so with all of that, Dylan's like getting that, yeah, affected. That's when yeah, Dylan, that's the like, time stands that, up yeah. and starts yelling. And, yeah, and he says some questionable things, but he's clearly affected by all of this and he gets upset and he storms out. And he goes over to the honeymoon suite, yes. which is... Just a great place to go when you're upset and those people are in this room. Exactly. And, Um, yeah, because that's when Brenda follows him into that room and they start talking and then the honeymooners come back over mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, we worked it out. You know, we decided that, you know, we might not have originally wanted kids, but we have nine months to decide Mm -hmm. how we feel about it, which sets him off again. Yes. Because he's like, if you don't love that baby right now, then you need to make the decision that you're going to give him up or get an abortion. Which is like, Dylan, that's not appropriate to tell somebody else what to do. And it's not. But it's a... It says a lot about how Dylan feels. About how he was raised and how his parents handled things and all this stuff. And I get where he's coming from. I do too. But you cannot tell someone no. you don't know that they should get an abortion. Absolutely. He shouldn't tell them what to do. I think what he alternatively could have said is like he could have said from my experience you need to be all in. Well, like if you're going to have a kid. Yeah, like you know, Kelly said that she was three and a half when her parents got divorced. Yeah. Steve was five when his parents got divorced. You know, David's parents are currently yeah, getting David's divorced. Yeah, David's 16. And yeah, he's struggling with it. And then you've got Dylan who didn't say anything about his parents, but they know that his yeah. parents are divorced. And like, maybe just tell them that experience mm-hmm. and be like, this is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like, You don't want this I, happening to your kid. Yeah, I know that you guys weren't necessarily ready for a kid, but if... You need to think about what this is going to do. Exactly. Because that's, that's the only thing is like, I'm totally in agreement with you. Like he definitely shouldn't tell them what to do or, or how to do anything. But I definitely agree with his intent. And his intent is to say that like, you got to be all in on this kid or not. If you're, And if you're not, you have to make that decision and then do what you think is best after that. But Exactly. Like, because I would, I would hate for that. I, I see where he's coming from because he, he's probably thinking, I would hate for this kid to be born and your parents don't want you or, well, yeah, like, don't he, love you. He says that he's been called a mistake. Exactly. And, like, that shit would hurt. That's traumatizing as hell. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, so he storms out and that's when you find out that he stole the mini bottles and he has, like, the scene where they zoom in on his face and he's like, am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? And he reached into his pocket and pulled them out. And, and he does. Honestly, they kind of looked like a uh, e-cigarette when he first pulled them out. And I was like... <laughs> Where'd you get that vape, Dylan? (laughs) (laughs) That didn't exist. Yeah, this is the 90s. But yeah, he like, you know, twists it off, does the weird like backwards drinking or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then we never see him again. And everyone in the cabin just assumes that he went to sleep out in the van without checking on him. Yeah, it's like I would double check. Yeah. It's been bad weather. You don't really know where you are. This is like getting lost in the woods. Like I could totally see that happening. Mm -hmm. And then like you're never going to find him. Mm Mm-hmm. But so the next morning comes around, it stopped raining, all the girls are dreaming about carbs. <laughs> yeah. What did they specifically talk Brenda about? Brenda said she wanted eggs and bacon and French toast yep. and sweet rolls. That's Oh, sweet rolls. That was right. And then yep. Andrea says, like, make that too or something. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of was like, neither of you touch carbs. <laughs> no one on this show eats carbs. I want those carbs tomorrow I morning. Carbs. I might make that tomorrow morning for breakfast. <laughs> I'm going to have to. But like, yeah, they're all dreaming about carbs. 
And then Brandon goes outside and he like bangs on the van and he's like, you know, whatever. Yo, McKay, time to wake up. Rise and shine. He's not in there. And somehow finds him immediately on a rock. On a rock. And And they they talk. A very emotional conversation about, Mm -hmm. you know, drinking and things because Brandon had one drinking experience. But Dylan was the one that took him to the AA meeting. That's true. So. And I think this is just more or less showing that Dylan's just not quite sure how to channel all of his anger about his mom and about his dad and about all the crap that's been happening with him. And that obviously drinking is an easy choice because it just is. Mm -hmm. But. Well, and honestly, I loved how this ended up working out because I think this is a really good show of the fact that Brandon and Dylan are good friends. Yeah, totally. Because, like, you know, we've seen a bunch of them just yelling at each other. I know, and now in this, on each other. Yeah, and in this moment where Dylan really needs a friend, Brandon's just like, well, the sun is out, the air is fresh, let's go on a hike, just you and me. Yeah. Like, and let's hang out, let's get out of everything. Mm-hmm. I know you don't do well in these big crowds. Yeah. I mean, literally, Dylan's an introvert. Yeah. And... This is Brandon almost like recognizing that and and understanding like let's just take a minute, let's take a minute away from the noise. Let's go for a hike. Like you said, the air is fresh. All like it's a beautiful day. Let's just get away for a minute. Yeah, and like I'm actually really glad that the rest of the friends didn't freak out yeah. about them being gone and like somehow knew to be mostly okay with it. But I like the fact that they were just like, if this isn't working, let's find what works. Mm-hmm. Let's go for a hike together. Yep. Because then they, you know, switch to the whole thing of, like, we're going to go for a hike, but don't forget that Brandon doesn't have yeah, hiking boots. He slips, like, get, twists his ankle, like, which is a totally pointless injury if not only to just bring up the fact that he does not have his hiking boots. Remember, audience, he doesn't have them. And the fact that they went alone on a hike and didn't tell anyone where they were going. <laughs> well, and what gets me... And they're me, in jeans. <laughs> I mean, okay, so there are, like, athletic jeans, and the only reason I would say that is because when I go to the climbing gym, people climb in, like, jeans and belts. And I'm just like, strange. Belts? I've never ever thought to wear jeans and exercising. Belts? Yeah. (laughs) But like, yeah, you know, they're hiking along and realistically, I would not suggest wearing jeans to go hike in, Mm -hmm. you know, Labor Day weekend. At the end of August, it's going to be a billion degrees. Especially in California. Well, and I mean, if that's where they are. Where's Yosemite? Someone know this. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Where is Yosemite? <laughs> I almost did the same thing. Okay. Check it out. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me. <laughs> it just says it's 1,977 miles away and it's Perfect. open for 24 hours. All right. <laughs> Let's take Paco. All right. Um, but yeah, anyway, then they go on like this weird, not weird, they go on this like really difficult hike yes. where they're like climbing up all those rocks and I was like, mm-mm. You are not on the trail that no. is specified. No, it's like no trail whatsoever. They're just like, there's rocks. Let's climb them. Yeah, which like total teenager thing. Definitely. Like that and would happen. Thing. Yeah, I would absolutely see that kind of shit happening. And then like true Lion King fashion. <laughs> Mufasa slips. <laughs> and it works because Dylan has a scar. <laughs> he is <He's> scarred. Scar. <laughs> Oh my god. That was totally accidental, but it somehow kind of only a little bit works. But yeah, so Brandon slips and murders his face in the process. I know. (laughs) And then Dylan is leaning over and knocking rocks off. And I was like, those are all going to hit him in the face. And they weren't just like little pebbles. They They were like big rocks. It was like, doof, doof, doof. (laughs) But like, Dylan, Dylan, you got to stop with the rocks, man. (laughs) Like, truly, Brandon 
could have gotten his foot onto like some sort of just hold and gotten over. himself up. Yeah, yeah. like or when, even just dropped a little because there was like a platform underneath. But, nothing you know. made me laugh harder than when he was like, "Man, you gotta reach!" And he just like reached, and then slowly you see his head come into <laughs> view on the camera. <laughs> I know, and he was just like, "Grab!" Oh my gosh! But of course, Dylan saves the day though. Okay, so at this point, this is when John walked in while he was like walking past the to go to the kitchen, and so they're sitting on the rock. And John comes into the kitchen, he grabs something to drink, and then he's walking past the TV and stops and, like, puts face up to the TV. And I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, is that a scar on his eyebrow? Nate made a comment this morning, except he's, instead of something like that, he just goes, what's wrong with this dude's eyebrow? (laughs) Yeah, no, he called it out specifically, and he was just like... That's very prominent. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they put makeup on it to like accentuate it. And he was like, you got to do it. <laughs> and then just walked away. I feel like they do just part his brows. With yeah. It's like a part. Around it. Mm-hmm. It's like because it's a scar, like eyebrow hair doesn't grow there anymore. So, they so can it's just really like easy move, to just, yeah, move. move it. Put a little like highlighter in there. Uh-huh. Go a couple shades up on your concealer. But yeah, so Mufasa gets rescued. <laughs> <laughs> and a major plot twist. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Yep. Scar rescues Mufasa, and we're fine. And then, yeah, so they're just like, oh, man, you okay? Yeah, totally steady. Yeah, and, and his hand like, is, like, shaking, like, and he's shaking it very clearly. Yes. So they get in the van, and they come back, and Steve is like, the van doesn't have a scratch on it. We're all good. And then <laughs> they get out of it looking like they got in a bar fight. Yep. And they make some weird comment. They say something like, we got all our hands. And yeah, we got legs. two hands, two arms, two legs. And, and a head. head. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <It was laughs> Did so I miss weird. something? I feel like they rehearsed what they were going to say in the car on the way back. <laughs> yeah. No, this was, I feel like this was supposed to be like, we're BFFs. Here's we how. finish each other's sentences. <laughs> yeah. But. We say things at the same time and the same inflection. <laughs> like, no. It was and weird. Then, Bros. Yeah, and then they're just like, all right, we're good. Let's go get breakfast. And then they split off, and Andrea goes to Brandon, Mm -hmm. and Brenda goes to Dylan, and they have to do the whole, like, well, they won't. They look at these two perfect couples that are never going to happen. And then they all go eat carbs. Corbs. Corbs. (laughs) Which I would want that, too. Because they're like, we should get breakfast first. Definitely breakfast. I'm like, yeah, girl, I would want that, too. Right? You want pancakes? You want waffles? You want bacon? Considering all they've had to eat is like soggy Cheetos. Yeah, they which said soggy that Cheetos. is another thing. Who goes camping and doesn't buy waterproof stuff or like pack it in a bag that's waterproof? Also, Ziploc all, baggies. Yeah, all of those food items were sealed in their original packaging, yes. so I don't understand why they were all wet. Right? Yeah, I feel like someone took an open bag of Cheetos <laughs> and was like, "I'm done with these." On Rain. top of the van roof. <laughs> uh, but like, that's really all that happens. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. All right, I've got my grade. Oh, um, I did want to say something. that Alyssa from the Newlywed Couple looks like if Brenda was Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service at the end of the episode because she has the little bow on the top of her head and You're the little dress. You said words that I don't know. Oh, it's a good movie. You should okay. see Kiki's Delivery Service. Never I heard of her. I watched it last weekend. She I has a talking cat. Yeah. Oh, nice. She's Gigi. a witch. I'll All lend right. it to you. I'll okay. bring it to you next week. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say, I have like a lot of those movies perfect so. i got a new movie to watch oh it's so good you'll like it yeah let's coordinate which ones we have and we'll just bring her a stack yeah. of all of the oh i can bring you howl's moving castle and you can see calcifer did perfect. i tell you i told you about my fire elemental in D, right yes he died no. yeah he did die 
John drowned us. Sadly, by water. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he like put us all in a trance, but since I play a halfling and I'm only three feet tall, I drowned first. And so. But survived. Well, survived. Drowned, quote unquote, because like the water gets up to my face and I like try to inhale it while I'm in this trance, which knocks me out. And then since I'm a rogue, I have mage hand, so I slapped everyone else in the party to get us to like to wake us all up. And then we had to like fight to get out of this room that is filling with water and drowning us. And Caitlin's character like teleports us to right outside the room to try and attack the door on the other side. And so I put my fire elemental up to the door so that it would burn the door away so that everyone could get out. And then when the water came rushing out, he died. No. Yeah. I know. It was very sad. R.I.P. Sufius. Sufius. The baby. That's my baby. I fed him twigs. <laughs> he tolerated me. Yeah, John was like, um, he doesn't eat, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, can you, someone talk to it in Infernal and see if he likes this? And John was like, I mean, he doesn't care, but you care, so he eats them. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was cute. It was a good friend. Good friend. Yeah. He didn't talk much, but R.I.P. Yep. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> so back to this. Well, I have my grade. All right. What's your grade? A B minus for Brandon's basic boots. Oh. Could have said, you can do a D if you want to do DeBay. I was going to do a B for DeBay. <laughs> okay, that still works. Yeah. I liked it. No, I really liked this episode. I'm going to say a B plus for DeBay. Okay, okay, okay. It's better than Bidet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Bidet. <laughs> Gotta throw in those subtle little witty comments every once in a while. <laughs> Still got it. Ah, woo! Ouch. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay. Yep. So those are our grades. <laughs> Let us know what you grade it. You can follow us <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter at Back to Podcast. And if you want to email us with your thoughts, comments, and anything else, it's Back to Podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. And also, you might want to leave us a review because that's how we get seen and that's how other, other people find us. So hit us up on iTunes or any other thing that you can review us on and give us five stars and a review. And we'll shout out that review at the end of the episode. Better believe it. And next week, we are going to talk about season two, episode eight, Wildfire. I'm so excited. I know. These episodes are starting to get better and better. Like now that we actually have some chemistry and character development, it's nice. Mm -hmm. It's real nice. All right. Well. From all of us at Back to You Podcast, I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See you.